wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to the first episode of the new year of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we're brushing off the dust. We're going to be talking about the thrilling CES Sony presentation. Did you know that The Last of Us HBO show is in about two weeks? Konami is up to something and so much more. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? I nailed it. You always do. What are you talking about? New year? You think you're going to mess it up? Nah, you're you're good. It's been two weeks since we had a formal show with the news and such. I'm caffeinated. Yeah. Yeah. Mistakes are bound to happen. How are you? Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I wish I starting the new year, like, you know, raring to go. You know, back is not great. And that's the only thing holding me, holding me back from being. As enthusiastic as you are right now, but I'm happy to be here. Well, I mean, when we left, I was about to die with, like, the stomach bug. That passed. I lived. Uh, Good. Absolutely. You should should get a t-shirt that says, I live, bitch. I really (laughs) should (laughs) have. And when people ask you, you gotta say, oh, man, stomach bug. Worst thing ever. Stomach bug of 2022, let me tell you. (laughs) And then for for Mercury, I got this cool little tumbler. Which is like you yeah. press the button, and that's how you get a sippy sip out of it. And then you press the button no. on the top, bam. You don't have to have a sippy sip. It keeps your coffee nice, nice and warm. My my family th- thinks I drink coffee, and they got me a PlayStation mug. It's a good mug. It's a good mug. Yeah. I, I, I have to find something to drink out of it to make me look all fishy. Hot, hot cocoa? Yeah, but, like, can't have hot cocoa all year round. So you gotta be, it's got to be super cold. So, wait, I, I remember you telling me you're, you're kind of a psycho in this way. You don't drink coffee. Absolutely not. Crazy person. No. How do you function? <laughs> Are you just tired all the time? <laughs> oh, no do, baby. <laughs> you just ride the do. Yeah, no. I rely way too much on soda right. for my caffeine fix. Mm-mm. It's bad. Mm-mm. No, I actually, yeah. real talk, I don't like co- I don't like uh, soda anymore. I'm not a, b- a huge fan. Love coffee. Uh, and I'm, I've grown accustomed to seltzer. Like, Seltzer's oh, the jam. Okay. Yeah, I, I dig it. Yeah. But Kyle, listen, enough about all that because we got so much to talk about. You're 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 saying this isn't the seltzer room? We're not talking about seltzer. No, no, no. Get, put your bubblies down, y'all. No, no, no. This is actually a PlayStation show. Have you heard this? Have you seen oh, this? Yeah. Oh, I thought they were dead. <laughs> That's what the whole internet's trying to convince me. <laughs> um, well, first and foremost, a little bit of housekeeping. This is the last week you could vote in the Trophy Room Awards 2022. We have officially passed last year's voting record. Uh, over 2,400 of y'all have voted so far. So make sure you vote yeah. for what your game of the year is. Could be Elden Ring. Could be God of War. Could be Cult of the Lamb. Could be anything. Get your vote out there. Your voice heard. You could vote multiple times. It really does mean a lot. Go click that link. It's been a lot of work. And next week's the show, the award show. I'm really excited about that. That's a ton of work. So, again, it's a big labor of love. Click that link. Support the show. That said, we do have to start the show to start this year off. I didn't want to just have like, how do you do? How's everything? How's it hanging? I wanted to get a question from the audience to start us off, to brush off the dust that is 2022, to begin anew in 2023. Struples and Bits writes in to open the show. Hey, Joe and Kyle, happy new year. What are your gaming 
uh, New Year's resolutions. Mine is to set aside FOMO and just enjoy new releases at my own pace without rushing. Love you guys very much. Can't wait to see what's in store in 2023. So, Kyle, I turn to you. What is your gaming resolution? Everybody has a resolution. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to do. I'm no, 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 yeah, yeah. none of that. No, th- those aren't. I didn't serious. make any this year. Same. Yeah, they're they're dumb. But exactly. I, I I go to you. Gaming resolution, something you want to improve upon. I got two right off the bat. Yeah, uh, it's a simple one. It's a basic one, but I am so mad at myself for last year. Mm. I felt like I dropped the ball when it came to just the games that I played. Not that I didn't enjoy the games that I played. I did. I just didn't play enough. Oh, And, 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 And whether that is, you know, coming off of us being quarantined for a year and a half, two years, and I wasn't working, so I had all the time in the world. Like, I think of 2020 when I got to play everything. Like, everything. Escape the world. Um, I know. It's... I want to get back to playing way more and actually enjoying my hobby Mm. instead of like just coming on here and talking about it, which I love doing, but like I miss playing as much as I did. So this year I want to play a whole lot more than I did last year. So to me, I actually, you know, I was talking to our good friend of me of the show, Luke Lore. My, my resolution was to be nicer to him and meaner to Sean Capri. It's working because I'm living in Sean's head rent free. Um, but Luke was just like, I think I want to find the fun in 2023. I think mm. a lot of us, podcasts, is a, a lot of us, we try to overanalyze something. And he's like, I think I would have liked God of War Ragnarok more if I stopped trying to look at it as like a, through a critical lens of like, okay, yes. where's the flaw? And just like, I'm just playing the game. Yeah. Um, and so, welcome to the world of Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> where like Luke, Luke said this, and, and I think it's it's apt. He's like, when I load a, a game that's rated a seven, I'm looking for fun. Where it seems like when I hear a game's a nine or a ten or even eight or whatever, mm. I find that I'm looking for flaws. Fair. And I I think that's a lot of us. I think a lot of us try to find the counterpoint to all the noise out there to, to sound unique, to, to be different, to offer something unique to the plate. And um, I, w- I want to stop doing that because I've been finding myself doing that more and more with games where I'm not, where I just kind of want to just get lost in the sauce. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, this makes me happy because uh, you were bumming me out for a while. Why? What, what do you mean? Because yeah, I think sometimes yeah. you harp too much on the negative. I mean, yeah. And and you take the one thing and that is like the only thing you can see out of the full package. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying it happened a whole lot, but like what it did, You're like, ah, it just bummed me out. It kind of felt like I was like talking a to a wall. Yeah, like, Joe, it's a video game. It's magic. <laughs> Let's just enjoy it. Yeah, like like with some of the complaints with like God of War Ragnarok, yeah, I've been talking to some people who didn't you know, like it as much or didn't like it at all. And I'm like, yeah, I think you're kind of nitpicking to nitpick. You know, yeah. it's like Ains, you mm-hmm. rated Halo Infinite a nine. Like, let's relax. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so like for me, it's it's just like, yeah, I love, for example, God of War Ragnarok. Were there some pacing issues? Absolutely. But like the game's still, I mean, we're going to talk about it a lot next week. Phenomenal. Yeah. It's going to be one mm-hmm. of my favorite sequels of all time. But I feel yeah. like oftentimes we're like, let's let's find something 
that is critically nothing beloved, can be, so yeah, I can knock it down. Nothing can be that. Nothing can be that good. Yeah. Something's off about this. Instead of just enjoying how good the thing is, yeah. like for example, I think that happened as well with me with Elden Ring, where if you scroll back yeah. to February, March, I'm like, I don't get the appeal. You know, I want that golden path, and then I played it the second time around, and I'm like, oh, this is actually this is spoiler alert. This is one of the greatest games ever made. <laughs> like I, like I, I completely came around. Uh, you know, came away going. Actually, you know what? Those critiques were just little nitpicks, and the whole grand package is something so much more. And so, yeah. for me, that's what I want to do. I, I want, and I'm starting this hashtag, not Luke. Hashtag find the fun. That's what we're gonna look for today. All right, for this whole okay. year, we're gonna find the fun. And when it comes to the FOMO, I also want to say I don't need to. I don't need to play or watch anything or everything PlayStation related. For example, we're going to talk about it. Gran Turismo movie. I think I might skip it. Yeah. I don't, I, just because it's PlayStation doesn't mean I have to be a part of the conversation. Right. Absolutely. So yeah. I think that's what like, you know, Strubles is kind of alluding to is just like, sometimes we could just sit it out. You know, it's okay mm-hmm. to sit one out. You don't have to be a part of the conversation every time. You could just casually, casually observe or just walk away from it. You know? Yeah. All right, Kyle. Now, before we get into the big news of the week, there is just a small bit of flash news that I also want to start the show off with, which is the Last of Us Faction solo game got a new piece of content art to kind of celebrate uh, Last of Us as we're getting hyped for the Last of Us show. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this coming out in a few weeks? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So a new piece of concept art. They say more news to come later on in the year. So I want to know. You saw the, the the artwork. It's two people walking through a avenue, and a huge cruise ship has just yeah. crashed on yeah. the city street. It's just a ruin. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were your thoughts on this? What do you now think that this game is? Seeing the just small pieces of concept art, what are you piecing together here? I first of all, I am so psyched. Give it to me now. Yeah. Just even on the two key art that we've seen like it is does it take a lot to please please yeah no absolutely not um i feel like it is i think they're leaning really hard into my favorite part of factions one yeah uh which is like getting supplies for your settlement Mm. so i think the key art shows like you know small groups two or three and like you're going you are venturing out into the city to gather supplies. And I think while doing that, you're going to run into other players doing the same thing. And from what I understand, that's very much uh, like Tarkov, I think in my basic understanding. So I feel like that is kind of what it is. And like the story and characters we'll get is back at base Mm -hmm. Um, and like story bits similar to like the division. Okay where you have a mission and then you get missions to go out and then learn about what's happening in the area and whatnot. So do you think like there would also be a more like arena based mode, like a standard, you know, last of us like team death team match. match from like factions one type of type of thing. Or do you think this I, is all we're getting this yeah. big map we're dropping into? I can imagine. Okay. That could still be a thing. Like I again, that key art today with a giant cruise ship that can totally just be a team deathmatch map on its own True. if it's that big. True. Like 
They have they have the capability to, to do that, but I kind of sort of want them to just do the Tarkov division esque game that I think it is. Mm. I so I was thinking about this first. Uh, you know, this concept art excites me because I've been playing a lot of oh, yeah. DMZ uh, in Call of Duty, oh, which sweet. is okay. similar concept. Uh, like you're going out there, you're filling out contracts to get better gear of which you can equip next game, and you know. Uh, the more stuff you unlock, the better stuff you unlock and, you know, all that type of stuff. So for me, I was playing it. I'm like, man, I love this mode, genuinely enjoying myself, but I cannot wait for the Last of Us version of this because I feel like this is the perfect marriage of like, mm-hmm. yeah, what type of game do you need to scavenge for stuff? It's like Last of Us. That's <laughs> the bread yep. and butter. Now, for me, I, I think we're going to get a big Division-esque, Tarkov-esque mode, but I would also love to see it become more of a a bigger suite of, like, you also get the the thing that you loved from Factions 1, like, you know, the Team Deathmatch modes that, that you had here. I would love to see that there as well, but I, I think you're right. I think we're going to get that Tarkov mode. And I think what you said is also very interesting here, Kyle. Uh, going back to your camp... Mm-hmm. It, that actually gives me Red Dead Redemption 2 vibes because a lot of that story Ooh, yeah. plays out in the camp, right? You, mm-hmm. you fulfill your contract, you have that mission with Lenny, and then you come back, and then Dutch is going to promise you the world again. So maybe you're in the role as Dutch, right? And maybe like the leader died, you have to pick up the, the, the reins, and you get to name your clan, you get to name whatever. Kind of build yeah, yeah. out your own role play of what this little mini civilization is yeah. yeah yeah that'd be cool that'd be very very cool last question how many people are, are yeah. we going to take with us is this a solo thing are we having duo matches is this a squad of four uh what what do you what do you what are your hopes here four i think is pretty standard okay i would imagine four okay. i think the new hotness though is three right it's I th- I think that's kind of like the new unique cool thing to do now in, in these kind of multiplayer yeah. games is squads of three. So maybe that. Okay, I'm thinking DMZ has squads of three, so three wouldn't be a crazy idea. But also a thing of like the Last of Us. When I think of, <laughs> I'm gonna pull a Bill Clinton here. When I think of is no, when I think of us, I'm thinking you and me, right? Mm-hmm. So f- for me, I-, I I think of what is the Last of Us. It's a it's a trip of one or two going out there. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I yeah. think this is a, a team of two constantly going out there and scavenging. Yeah. 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 But these are just two pictures we've seen. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's just two key arts. I, who knows when we're actually going to see it in, in motion and the game that we're actually going to be playing. Yeah. It's been in development for what? A few years now. For a hot minute now. Because it was it was going to be part of part two, but then, and then like, it got too big. We're getting crazy. And they made their own it. thing. Yeah. Um, so, do you think that this is going to be announced this year, and then will be like out this year type of thing? Uh, out this year, I don't know. Okay. I I, I would love it to, but the fact that we've only seen two key arts from it, yeah. and we we don't have even like a window or. An actual name. We just keep calling it Factions 2. There's no way that's going to be the name of the title. Yeah. Um, 
I could see it. I could see it being shown off at Summer Game Fest. I think when Neil's like, you may hear more of it next year. I think, yeah, Summer Game Fest yeah. Factions Two is gonna be there for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> showcase, please. That said, please, <laughs> please. Like, that's for you, Captain Logan. That's for you. I saw your tweets. Yeah, well, I saw. It. I see you. <laughs> We're thirsty for a showcase. Give it to please, us, please, for the love of God. All right, Kyle. I'm gonna drink right now. Before we square up the CES PSVR 2 news, before we square up the news news, it's time for some housekeeping. Of course, this show, it's all possible because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. In fact, it's the reason why we look so good, we sound so great, is because of your generosity. So if we ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, whatever it is uh, your situation may be, it really does help us out. A buck a day keeps the, the, the debtors at bay. It's the reason why we look so good. It's the reason why we're able to do things like, you know, edit the show. Strictly because of your generosity. And the reason why the Trophy Room Awards is what it is is because of our patrons of, at patreon.com slash Room. And if you're a gold member this month, guess what? You get to write us. Type us out what your game of the year is. Please make it like a, like a tweet, you know, a little bit longer. 400 characters tops of what your game of the year is. And we'll read it on the Trophy Room Awards next week. Yeah, and on that note, um, I I just wanted to say that I have the posters in hand. Nice. For those that have pledged back when we did our drive for the funding for the award show. Um, We're doing a little something special. We're going to keep it a secret Mm -hmm. with it, but I'm sending them off to Joe very soon, and then they'll be on their way to those people. I'm going to touch it with Um, my hands. Yeah, he is. I'm not going to shower that day. Ew. <laughs> They're gonna be gross. Side of bathwater, every poster. <laughs> That's right. I want to thank our newest members, Mark Schultz at the bronze tier, Stingray X at the bronze plus tier. I want to thank Brenty Blob at the silver tier and M Kyle underscore H85 at the silver tier. I want to thank our platinum producers, Todd Burowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our gold members, Jonas Young and Johnson, Too Soon, Gavin Gottfried, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master, Red Metal, Kirby, Stephen Flesh, Doth, Simon the Pie Man, Enigma, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Cowboy Danger D, uh, and bits and the green gorilla gamer i want to thank our silver plus members robbie bobby miller himself cypher primus awesome dave hide indoors marcus o'neill jb the purple monkey jet is fun well hold the phone happy birthday jb i love you happy birthday jb hey new music out now go check his twitter i am Jadis Von Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Brenton Zachary, K. Grimm, Rick Arrington, Dewane Raksha, The Good Sir, Foolish Fuji, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Elo2032, Bubble Boy N7, Jesse Garcia, Hambone, The Aztec King, E.T. No, sorry. Stone Cold E.T. Astronaut Junior, not to be mistaken with Astronaut Senior. Maximum Carnage. Katie Stubbs, M9 Prime, Sean McKenzie, Final Fan XZ, Andrasaur. Lamb Chop 93 and Justin Rodriguez. Thank you all so much for your kindness, your generosity. And because it's a new year and I made this list on the fly, if I miss your name, let me know and I will put it up there next week. Uh, you know, on the house, on the house. Yeah. Oh, uh, less bit of housekeeping. Oh, yeah, even more. Because uh, it, it just happened. Okay. Uh, we are doing the community fantasy critically for the trophy room. Sure. 
Um, we'll be doing the draft this upcoming Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Ooh. So check for the link in our Discord. There's a Fantasy Critic League channel in our Discord. Uh, links below for all that jazz and whatnot. So if you want to join, you have a few days. Okay. Um, and then we'll be drafted. Now, do we, now here's a real question. Do we want to make it for just patrons or anyone? Because I remember the last... Anybody, everybody. Because I remember last year, there's some people that showed up once and then they never contributed yeah well i marcus had some has some good ideas to make it so people keep uh are more invested all okay. year round okay so yeah i'm, I'm not worried right, fair enough not worried go ahead go do that all those things kyle just said yeah kyle it is now finally time to square up sony playstation segment at the sony ces event <laughs> hold on let me wake up yeah. so i can talk about it honestly huh we almost fell asleep I am extremely <laughs> caffeinated, and I almost fell and asleep. We say that jokingly because it's not the show that we want from PlayStation and Sony. Yeah, well, like that is very much boardroom talk about the really fun, yeah. exciting things. Kind this of. This is for your shareholders for tomorrow, yeah. and like you know the, the the journalists out there to break down for the layman. Uh, it was very much a hey, look at we're Sony. This is all the stuff we do. Uh, exactly. We partnered with Honda to make a car, you know. Yeah. Neil Blancamp made a, a Gran Turismo logo. <laughs> like it's a whole bunch of stuff in there. <laughs> Just a logo. That's Just it. a logo. Because let's be honest, that movie, oh boy. Uh-oh. All right. We saw five seconds. Why am I being such a harsh judge? <laughs> I don't know. So, Kyle, first things mm-hmm. first. All the PlayStation news you need to know about at CES 2023. So, we saw the Gran Turismo movie logo has been revealed. Kyle, your first thoughts on this, because I thought they were pretty poignant. That's a five what, the logo? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks cool. It reminds me of like the, the PS2 logo a little bit. Yeah, I liked it. It made me feel nice. Yeah, it's very, very nice. We saw, the <laughs> we saw David Harbour throw out just SEO words. <laughs> this is... It looked like he was looking at the back of the box of the game, <laughs> describing the game. Yeah. Orlando Bloom's in it. Uh, the kid's really excited. Who's the pilot? Yeah, we got- they probably caught David after a full day of shooting. Oh. So this is not a this is not a slight against David Harbour. No. What? You know, he's doing his job. He's like <laughs> absolutely. He's like, I, yeah. you're giving me ten thousand dollars. I just say Sony PlayStation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that right now. It's Sony, I'll do it right now. Sony PlayStation. Honestly, <laughs> can I can I can I get real with you for a second? Yeah. You know what? I and I know this movie's not going to be this. But it would be really awesome to see it be like Top Gun Maverick, where like they showed a little bit. It's like we're in the cockpit, but how much is that real? Like the thing about Maverick that I love is like Tom Cruise is in that plane. Like there is yeah. not yeah, a lot yeah. of CGI going on. So that's that's what I'm I'm hoping. If this has a similar vibe, I don't know what 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 were your thoughts on on the movie itself? Like did this win you over at all? Again, you only saw like ten seconds, but. Yeah, we only saw it in ten seconds, but I I still don't know how this is going to work. Mm-hmm. Um I know they're they're framing it around a kid is very good at the video game and became a real driver because he's good at the video game and now he gets to drive for real and races and whatnot and but like they framed it as it's also a romance story yeah. and an action and high drama. It just feels like they're throwing everything into it. Yep. I feel like it may be too much. Absolutely. And and it's not the kind of 
a movie that I would want out of Gran Turismo, and I realize this isn't Gran Turismo, but I would love to for it to be like like the wilderness races, right? Okay. Like the 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 circuits or whatever right. of like all these very cool outdoor races and learning about rivals and whatnot. And it could be in there, but right. similar to like, you know, Top Gun Maverick where you have your rival pilot that your antagonist Iceman. and yeah, you just go against each other on the, on the track. And I, I, I don't know if we're going to get too deep into that. And I'm afraid it's going to be way more. There was like a really outside cool the car. Yeah. There was like a really cool shot of what it seemed like. It, it had the same perspective of like the game. I'm like, that's yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. That's neat. Like, that's what I'm hoping for as well. Like, it's more about the car races and not so much about the B plot romance story that yeah. I, I don't mm-hmm. care about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and Orlando blooms in it. So I don't, I, I don't know if that's a good yeah. thing or a bad thing. I have, I've, I haven't seen anything with him in years. Yeah, it's been a while. Coasting on that pirate's money. Yeah, I would too. (laughs) All right. So from the Gran Turismo logo movie thing that we saw, we now get some PSVR 2 news. You ready? Oh, well, well, we did see Sweet Tooth up there. Oh, right. Yeah. They talked about The Last of Us show, HBO, two weeks, in case you didn't know. Uh, What's what's The Last of Us? Yeah, it's wild. It's one of the greatest things ever. Um but then they showed images of uh, they talked about the God of War show and then the Twisted Metal show. And I thought it was just really cool to see Sweet Tooth yeah. again. It's been a minute since we've seen Sweet Tooth on a PlayStation stage. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That brings back great memories of playing that game on PS1 yeah. with my friends. I'm, I'm, I, I hope that show's good. But just it being on- I, I, that's I have similar thoughts of, on how that's going to work like Gran Turismo. OK. I'm just I'm just afraid that it's not gonna that it's not gonna be the twisted metal black show that I want, right. and it's gonna be something completely different. It just it, it makes me afraid that it's on Peacock. That's it. Fair, <laughs> you know. Fair Peacock. Not I don't know what is the, I don't think of when I think of Peacock. I think of like Parks and Rec, Brooklyn Nine Nine, and The Office are there. And that's why I, I think mean. WWE. That's where they are now. Oh, okay, good for them. Yeah. All right, now it's time for the PSVR two news. Okay. Yeah, Kyle. The first bit of news mm-hmm. we hear about PSVR two is that Gran Turismo Seven is coming to PlayStation VR two at launch and for free for anybody who owns the game. Awesome! This is pretty rad. This is also coming on the heels of of uh, of the the creative director of the game saying we're not planning on a PC release. Now I can understand why, because they've been hard at work at a PSVR 2 version of this game. Yeah. Pretty well. That's cool. It is. I'm always looking for ways to show VR to my parents. Mm -hmm. And my dad used to race like drag racers. And so like to put him up behind the wheel of a race car, I think he's going to absolutely love it. Yeah. And I never did that with the VR one with drive club and everything just because he just really was not into it and he was still working all the time. So like you didn't have the time. That's so like what I was thinking, cause they talk so much about car culture <laughs> so much in that. I hope it's kind of like what Forza, I believe does where it's like, this is the interior of this car. When you hop inside yeah. of it, like it's like I'm sitting in a, you know, I don't know, a Mercedes Benz or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like I'm sitting in my Volkswagen Jetta 2002. You know? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, that said, 30 games at the launch window for PlayStation VR 2. Mm-hmm. So they're coming out with some heat for it. 
they they highlighted No Man's Sky, yeah. uh, Resident Evil Village yeah. in VR, and of course Horizon Call of the Mountain. Call of the Mountain. Yeah. And the one I got excited for. No, not Half Life, Alex. Yes. But Beat Saber yes. is coming to PSVR too. I kind of felt it would. Yeah. But the fact we didn't hear anything yet made me worried. So just confirming that it's coming is fantastic because that's a huge reason why I want VR again. Yeah. I And now probably sell my Oculus because I don't need it anymore. But I mean, yeah. after the news of like Facebook being sued by the EU for like $500 million, I feel like they need all the money that they can get. I think their VR division needs all the money that they can get. So they're like, yeah, no, we'll port it wherever because we definitely need this market to grow. Um, I saw a lot of people talk about like a day before where it's like now this is PlayStation's turn to make something more out of PSV or sorry, out of VR. So let's hope PSVR two is it. So yeah. I love to see that the industry is seemingly coming together when it comes to VR to make it hopefully be a thing that hits the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's all the PSVR two stuff. Nothing too huge or revolutionary. But I think this is actually something that hits an emotional chord with me, as it does you and so many people in this uh, community. A new PlayStation 5 controller, they're calling it Project Leonardo. What is this controller? Finally, 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 PlayStation has its very own accessible controller, and it does... All the things that the Xbox accessible controller does as well. You could take it apart. It's modular. You could use a dual sense alongside of it. Um, this is this is something that is made to make games more accessible for everyone. And as you know, someone who cares for an, uh, a disabled individual who wants to do more in terms of just being able to, you know, entertain themselves. This is mm-hmm. this is huge, and I'm. I'm digging yeah. all of this. The uh, long time coming. Yeah. This was I needed, I feel like, way long ago. And I just did a quick Google because I wasn't sure when the Xbox Adaptive Controller came out. It came out in 2018. Yeah. And the fact that we are now in 2023 and finally you get an announcement. getting an adaptive controller from PlayStation. Uh, I'm just happy that we're at this point so more people can play games. Yeah. And and the good work of like Steven Steven Spawn of Able Gamers is the the fruit of all of their hard work over there is finally coming to light and more people will get to play games, which is what we want. It's what I want. Yeah. Uh this this means a whole lot to me. So I'm yeah, I love it. And it's also something that proves that A, accessibility does matter. Companies are listening to yeah. it and people are using it because companies are investing millions of dollars into these things to make them work. And I also think it speaks to as we age, you know, gaming is still a young medium and the community as it ages and matures and and whatever have you, you know, these things, accessibility matter so much whether it's the simple hey could you make the font larger to something where it's like hey i have a you know physical disability where i can't play games anymore this this matters to so many people so i i i love this this is this is awesome all right the next bit of news here kyle this is nuts and i hope i read it right or heard it right playstation 5 has already sold through 30 million units units worldwide 
in that is consumers' correct. hands. Yep. Thoughts, feelings, emotions, because that's a, we're... That's a big number. Where's my check, you know? That's all I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we helped, yeah, right? I think. Um. Yeah, I mean, I have two of those 30 million yeah. in my household. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely helped. I, I, I think it's pretty fantastic that it, it's that number. It's sold so that many in the most unprecedented times we've ever seen. And uh, two years in, that's that's pretty that's pretty big numbers. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. It's pretty it's pretty darn impressive. And you're right. I think the past few years have been crazy, especially when it comes to manufacturing. And they even mentioned, it's like, look at what we'll be able to do, with, even with just all the shortages, all the economic uncertainty, raising the price of these things on consumers. Um, yeah. has not hurt them in the slightest, it seems. 30 million is, is nothing to scoff at. And then they end with, in 2023, you're getting your PSVR 2, but they highlight with Final Fantasy 16 and Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy, and Spider-Man 2 are seemingly PlayStation's headlining games uh, for yeah. this year. And and this year. Yeah. Again, reiterating Spider-Man 2 later this year. Yeah. Again, we've only seen that first trailer. It's it's wild. Wild. So, Kyle, <laughs> this wasn't the showcase that we wanted. But no. there has to be something coming for PlayStation VR 2. This can't be just it. Do you, do you not think that maybe there's a state of play in the coming weeks? I don't know anymore. Fair enough. I really don't, Joe. <laughs> I Again, it just makes sense to have one yeah. in my head. I think in a lot of people's heads it makes sense. I don't think they care. I think they'll do one whenever they want at this point. <laughs> I mean, the 30 million units shows that, hey, this thing isn't slowing down. And when you exactly. have something like the Juggernaut that has been God of War Ragnarok um, selling over 5 million in like three days. And now you got Spider-Man as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you're right. You kind of sadly don't need one. But damn, do we do we need one? <laughs> yeah. After Spider-Man 2, what's happening? I don't know. What is happening? And DS2. Yeah. Uh, like, what's happening? Yeah. You got you got Final Fantasy Rebirth. Yeah, I'm excited. But even then, that's a couple months after Spider-Man 2. So Who it's knows? not like in the future future. Yeah. That said, Kyle, that's the PlayStation CES event in its entirety. Rundown for y'all. That's all the PSVR 2 news we have for you. I think Project Leonardo, coolest thing we've seen there. Absolutely. But now it's finally time to square up the news that we've missed these past few weeks. Take it away, Kyle. Ooh. From Andy Robinson over at VGC writes, Konami teases reveals for games it says are quietly underway. Konami has said it's planning to reveal even more new games, building on its recently disclosed plans that revive classic franchises. As part of its New Year greeting published on Famitsu, the company mentioned, quote, new games for well-known series, end quote, likely referencing the roster of Silent Hill games and the Castlevania collaboration announced last year. However, it said it also had new announcements to make regarding projects, quote, deeply and quietly underway behind the scenes. Quote, this is the... This year is the year of the rabbit, and we are planning new games for well-known series with the aim of making even greater strides. In addition, new projects that we have yet to announce to you are also deeply and quietly underway. Please look forward to Konami's future announcements, end quote. 
VGC first reported in 2021 that Konami was looking to revive many of its major franchises, including Silent Hill, which was eventually announced last year, Castlevania, and Metal Gear. Sources uh, sources claimed that one title in development at Singapore-based support studio Virtuous was a new version of Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. A recruitment video posted by the company later appeared to hint at the project. Ooh-wee. Konami's coming back, Kyle. Konami is coming back. What are your thoughts on that, first and foremost? You know, Konami has been Uh, out of, you know, seemingly, yeah, out of it for, what, the past six years? As it's gotten out of it with the PlayStation 4 generation now seemingly coming back in with the PlayStation, or five years, now coming back in with the PlayStation 5 gen. Um, I want to, I want to know what you think. Cause I'm not a huge Konami guy. So like Castlevania, Silent Hill, even Metal Gear doesn't do, doesn't remove the needle for me. So for you, sure. does it at all or. I mean, I, I'm excited cause these franchises and these IP are major mm-hmm. when it just comes to video games. Um, so it's very cool. It's also, I'm trepidatious because it is Konami. Mm. And they've yet to prove that they have changed yet. Okay. Um, I'm I'm intrigued. I love the fact that we're getting that Castlevania Dead Cells collaboration. I think that's oh my fantastic. God, that looks great. I'm even more excited um, that's in our fantasy critical league against the Xbox Drive. They cheated last year, um, mm-hmm. and we still haven't conceded because we haven't. The reviews have not been counted yet. Um, but like we got Castlevania. Dead Cells Castlevania, and that's it looks amazing. It looks like something like how could you even ignore it? How could you forget this game exists? You know, exactly. I know it's weird. Huge over over thought or yeah, Um, huge blunder. Uh, Anyways, um, Sound Hill is also huge, and it's coming back in multiple projects. The last one that they even mentioned in this article is Metal Gear, and. Exactly how many new Metal Gear things are we going to get? Are they going to go all out like Silent Hill and have a bunch of little things? Is that what Blue Point's working on? Like, I, who knows? The the thing with Konami for me is I don't, it's kind of like I, I trust them as far as I could throw them. And since they're not yep. tangible, I can't. So I won't. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, for me, I just, hearing the, the horror stories, you know, almost half a decade ago at this point jeez it's been that long but like you know of them like if you did bad they'll they'll turn you into a janitor you know like they're mm-hmm. like you're like get off the desk you're gonna be cleaning the floors now uh the horror stories coming from uh, from kojima and his departure from that studio it's just like i hope the same people aren't back i hope that we see more projects that are tied to people like PlayStation, people outside of Konami like Bluebird, like to me I would I would feel comfortable with all these things if Konami has as little to do with the project as possible. Like seeing that Bluebird has Silent Hills would give me and gives me way more confidence if this was some, you know, external or internal studio that that Konami was hiring. So to me that's where my hope is is that it seems like they're they're more so licensing out the IP to people that are interested rather than trying to tackle it themselves. But I saw you were searching for yeah. something back there. Do you have anything? Else you want? I, I was just like, uh, let's not forget that this is Konami who gave us the worst press conference at E3 of all time. True. And Metal Gear Survive. Yeah. Yes. Let's not forget that it's the same company that did that. So I got to hold my uh, breath I'm here. Intrigued. 
It's just like I'm I'm excited that we're getting these IP back is where my excitement comes from. Do you think one of the IP that is missing here, the Metal Gear one, we see that there is a Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater in the works seemingly by a Singapore studio. But do you think that there is a Metal Gear remake coming from Bluepoint? It seems like Konami's holding the hands of PlayStation quite a lot. So do you think they that that might be the case? Are. I think so. Yeah. I think so. And I don't know if I'm thrilled that that is Blue Point's next game. I, you know, I'm not so secretly hoping for Legend of Dragoon. Bloodborne. Oh, um, sorry. <laughs> never heard of it. What? Uh, yeah, no. Used to be the game it's of the been, generation. It's been, it's been how long, though? Like, it, it doesn't. I mean, my brain something. can't handle that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's, uh, Blue Point are excellent. So I, I would like to see them do a different style of game. And Metagross Salad is definitely a different style yeah. of what we've gotten from them. I mean, you know, and they've also, they've they've touched them up in the past as well. They gave us mm-hmm. one of the collections. So I think they're a capable studio of doing it. Um, and I it actually excites me. Like, if they go, hey, let's do, you know, like Guns of the Patriots or like, let's do Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. Like, that would excite me because I never got to experience those games because I didn't own a, or I wasn't allowed to uh, play those games when I was a kid. So being able to go back to Sons of Liberty uh, and have it have modern controls and knowing how, man, true to the source material, even to a fault, Blue Point is taking a look at the Demon Souls remake. Uh, you know they're gonna be like disconnect your controller to you know defeat that one boss. Like they're gonna embrace the weirdness that is Ko- Kojima with the next yeah. project. So I hope it's actually their their next project. If I'm honest, yeah. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Kyle, enough about Konami. I now want to get back to talking about The Last of Us. Yay! Logan Planet IGN writes, Neil Druckmann on Last of Us Part 3 possibility, quote, I think there's more story to tell, unquote. While The Last of Us fans are currently setting their sights on the upcoming HBO show and multiplayer title, Naughty Dog's Neil Druckmann isn't ruling out the possibility for The Last of Us Part 3. Speaking to The Hollywood Reporter ahead of The Last of Us show's premiere later this month, Druckmann couldn't reveal if Part 3 is in the works at Naughty Dog, but said, quote, I think there's more story to tell, unquote. This is the first we've heard of a potential follow-up to 2020's The Last of Us Part Two since April 2021, when Druckmann said he and Part Two co-writer Hallie Gross have written an outline for a story that, quote, we're not making, but I hope one day can see the light of day that explores a little bit of what happens after this game. We'll see, end quote. And in addition to that, in a story from Zermina Khan over at PS Lifestyle, Druckmann told The New Yorker that Naughty Dog's next game will be, quote, structured more like a TV show, end quote. Unlike the studio's previous games, where be, whereby uh, there will be, where be, whereby, which one is it, Joe? Hitherto and Dreamt Of? There you go. There will be a team of writers working on the project. Unfortunately, his comments were misconstrued due to, to a misleading due to a misleading tweet by Jeff Keighley via the Game Awards Twitter account, prompting him to deliver a clarification. He also said that he is, quote-unquote, stoked to show the projects, multiple projects, indicating that he's referring to multiple games. Ooh-wee. Okay, so first, uh, before we get into the community question here, I want to lead in with this question for you. I'm getting scared Mm -hmm. with the direction of PlayStation, getting a little concerned. We're seeing a lot of sequels to things. We're not seeing a lot of the original IP. Uh, You know, someone I forget who uh, called me out on Twitter where I say, I like PlayStation because they allow their developers to 
do something different. And, you know, I was called out by saying, well, look at Horizon. Like Horizon has had five projects in the span, or sorry, they have five projects in the works in the span of like five years. Are, you know, I don't want to see Gorilla be the Horizon factory, right? I don't want to see Naughty Dog be the Last of Us factory. Um, mm-hmm. these, co- these companies are great and I don't want PlayStation and this is going to sound fanboyish and I apologize, but I don't want PlayStation to be last of us horizon God of war akin to Xbox's gears for a halo. Um, I don't want that stigma. So to me, I, when I, when I hear a, there's a part three on the horizon first, I'm a little apparatus. Don't that doesn't excite me. I want them to, I want to see what crazy thing Neil has in his head. Besides just The Last of Us Part 3. You know, take a break, let it breathe for a minute, and give us something new. I don't know. What do you hear about this? When Neil teases Last of Us Part 3, do you think that that is the next big project out of, you know, Naughty Dog Bane? Nope. Oh. I don't think it's next. Oh. I, I do think it'll come eventually. Okay. I don't think they're next. I... I think that worry from some and you as well is warranted how we're just going to get sequel after sequel after sequel. I, I completely understand that. But they also are giving us stuff in between. Mm. Right? Like Sucker Punch was inf- infamous for years. Right. Then they gave us Ghost. Right. Uh, we, we have uh, confirmation that Corey Barlog's next game at Sony Santa Monica has nothing to do with God of War. Mm-hmm. Right? They're talking here. Naughty Dog have multiple projects, right? And how the next game is going to be the next game is structured like a TV show. That's not going to be Last of Us Part Three. Mm. Uh, uh, so, like, I I feel like there's going to be enough enough breathing room in between sequels. Mm-hmm. The Horizon one, I'll, I'll give you that. There seems to be a lot of Horizon coming right. at some point in the future. Um, but I feel like every other studio is doing stuff in between to give those IP a little bit of breathing room. Yeah. Even if it's like, quote unquote, almost a slam dunk that after the the not IP game, they're going to go back to it yeah. kind of thing. That, and that's what I, and I'm glad you said that because that's what I was thinking. I was playing a little devil's advocate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because like, to me, this is also the same company that said, oh, you want to end the extremely successful franchise that is God of War after two games, not three. Oh, that's all the story you have to tell. Okay. That's yep. all the story mm-hmm. we're getting from Kratos. Two two more games. Yep. All right. And you're right. There's I don't I don't Oh yeah, Gorilla, you want to stop making the only exclusive first person shooter that we have on the platform? And make an RPG you've never known how to make? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Do it. So like they're not afraid to do that. And, and and again, this is a lot of us who aren't in the dev rooms mm-hmm. and studios acting like they don't want to do Fair. an entry in the ne- in, in the IP that they know, right? Yeah. It also goes to show one thing that I think Jason Schreier talked about a bit, which is dev cycles. Dev cycles are getting ridiculously long, too long. Um, the meme that's been throwing around is like, I want games to be shorter with less prettier graphics and their workers to be paid more. No, I'm not kidding. Seems to be a common thread that I've seen a lot of developers start using, which is like, yeah, we're seeing a lot more sequels to games because they already have those assets. They already have combat yeah. lined out. And so all the things that you, not to say 
all you need to do. But theoretically, the the biggest hurdles are going to be story, level design, that type of stuff laid the out in front improvements of you. Improvements. Exactly. Or like what, how to make it better. Kind of so thing. for me, I... I I, I kind of understand why these teams are going, hey, here's our main thing and here's something we're working on the side because those main things have to be money makers for this team or for those teams. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I think you're right. PlayStation still allows their teams to be weird and to do different things. And I think Sucker Punch is probably, to me, the best example of it as well. It's like, hey, you made a superhero game. Uh, mm -hmm. oh, X-Men without saying it's X-Men. Now here is a authentic, uh, or as authentic as it can be, uh, yeah. samurai game from a mm -hmm. Western studio. Go ahead, have at it, have fun. Yeah, and they nailed it. <laughs> and you know, and we're also getting PlayStation Studios reaching out and and doing partnerships with Haven Studios yeah. and Firewalk and Fire Sprite and all these other devs uh, and Ember Ember Labs, yeah. right? Like they are getting exclusive games from other studios to fill in those gaps, Absolutely. to give new experiences here. And we also like forget about Concrete Genie. That's also a great PlayStation exclusive that is different from everything else. So I, I'm i not worried that it's just going to be sequel upon sequel yeah. upon sequel. I think there's a lot of assumptions and hyperbole when we talk about this. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of Spider-CC... A lot of people with blinders on. Yeah, a lot of it. They see what they kind of want to see. Tunnel visioned. Uh, Spider-C11, yep. sorry, writes, I haven't, gotten, uh, I haven't gotten any more details on what they mean by TV style. I've always seen chapters and games as quote-unquote episodes, but that could just be me. Now, if... They mean, and he says, Neil, mean going into different chapters in the same universe, like Uncharted Last Legacy, then sign me up. Ooh, that'd be cool. So, Spider, this is a really great question. And Neil kind of clarified what he means by we're treating it like a show. He's saying, hey, how we've been doing it is it's usually just me and another person, right? Uh, we're going to change this up and we're going to add uh, a narrative team on top of it. So when people, I saw a lot of people go, "Ugh, here we go. You know, they're going to go for cinematics over game. And I'm like, have you played the last of this part too? Like it yeah. leagues better gameplay wise, uh, gameplay wise mm -hmm. than one. But not only that, it's like everybody complained that the last of us part two needed an editor. Now you have a team of people that could kind of reel Neil in or explore those things in deep. And mm -hmm. maybe we get someone that could also make a Last of Us caliber or Last of Us thing in this universe and maybe do it better than Neil. And what I mean by that is mm. I feel like they're going, they're taking the Last of Us akin to like a Star Wars where we're going to see directors of other Last of Us related IP. We're seeing it with factions. We also saw it with part one of different directors uh, helming the, these projects and having kind of like the Lucas blessing of like, have at it, tell this story. Um, so yeah. to me, I actually feel like this reigns in Neil a bit and actually gives him more ability to explore other IP as well. I don't know. What were your thoughts on that? I mean, on that on that same note, uh, bring up the example again. Look at God of War Ragnarok. That's not a Corey Barlog directed game. Right. It's an Eric Williams directed game, and that story is is on par with 2018, and in some ways even better than 2018. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think it's super important to have different voices and to tell different stories in games. Um, 
just to kind of keep it fresh. And and if that's what they're doing here, if that's what Neil means by a TV style show, I'm so in for that. Uh, just give me more complete character arcs yeah. and, and 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 cool, unique set pieces that aren't like, hey, we did this cool thing in the first game. Let's do it again, but like switch up the assets. So I'm thinking like Uncharted, yeah. right? Instead of a train, it's now a uh, a, a UPC truck yeah. jeep chasing after you or or like oh we're just gonna fall out of plane this time <laughs> and it's like it's literally kind of the same kind of set sure. it's just different settings yeah um I, and I and I agree with you there so like for me I I kind of I I, I kind of take it in terms of like yeah we could go out there and explore the uncharted universe we could go out there and explore the last of us universe and we could go explore other universes and we often forget that Neil is also co-president of this studio. He's got other it's responsibilities. Not just a, it's not just like a, a lead director or something. Exactly. No, he's co-president now. So to me, he, he's co-assistant manager. He's got <laughs> things to do. Uh, he's got Neil Bucks. <laughs> he's got Neil Bucks. <laughs> this is your birthday, all that stuff. So to yeah. me, I, I I like where this is this direction's headed, and I think it shows that a lot of people not speaking to you, Spider. Um but a lot of people read that headline and went, oh, they're making TV shows now. It's like, no, that is not what they're doing. Please, for the love of God, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. We're not, I don't think we're getting a quantum break. Naughty Doggy. No. Nor does anybody want that. That said, Kyle. <laughs> oh, you're like, maybe I do. You crazy son of a bitch. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the next story on the list. This is something that happened near Christmas. Oh, right. Mayor Christmas. Uh Vicky Blake over at Eurogamer Gamer writes, uh very Oh my god, why can't I it's twenty twenty three and I still can't speak. Hey, it's been a year since we did this show. <laughs> 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 me. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> Vicky Blake, Eurogamer, writes, Microsoft states Final Fantasy 16 and Silent Hill 2 Remake will not come to Xbox consoles. Microsoft has hit back at Sony's objection to its planned acquisition of Activision Blizzard by revealing that third-party games like Bloodborne, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, <laughs> Final Fantasy 16, and Silent Hill 2 Remake are party to exclusion agreements uh, that will prevent those games from coming to Xbox consoles. Uh, this is just me interjecting. Has Bloodborne ever been in consideration for <laughs> That's a second party consoles? game. I love these lawyers, That's man. Wild. They're just talking out of their ass. Like, it was, what's, a, what's a game they have? It's not, it's not really. It's, okay. For, yeah. You sure about that, Jim? Okay. <laughs> Run uh, with it. <laughs> Uh, back to the, the article. Sorry. The news comes as no, that's my fault. Uh, the news comes as part of Microsoft's response to the FTC's lawsuit against its planned acquisition of Activision Blizzard. In the filing, Microsoft defends its position by turning the spotlight back onto Sony, detailing a handful of "quote unquote" prominent games the company alleges have been barred from release on Xbox. While the fi- whilst the filing acknowledges that "quote" exclusivity strategies are not uncommon in the games industry, end quote, Microsoft seems to take issue with Sony's part partnership with third-party publishers, namely from software, Square Enix, and Konami. Quote, in addition to having outright exclusive content, Sony has also entered into agreements with third-party publishers which require the quote-unquote exclusion of Xbox from the set of platforms uh, these publishers can distribute their games on, the paperwork states, uh, thanks to Korea Xbox News on Twitter. Quote, some prominent examples of these agreements include Final Fantasy VII Remake, 
Bloodborne, the upcoming Final Fantasy 16, and the recently announced Silent Hill 2 Remastered, end quote. Whilst there's been quite a bit of back and forth between the two companies in recent months, this final sentence may come as a bit of surprise, not least because in Silent Hill 2 Remake's case, for instance, while we knew there was a 12-month console exclusivity period for Sony, it was presumed the presumed the games would roll out on other consoles after the exclusivity period is up. Something Xbox intimates is now no longer the case. Okay. So they just snitched on themselves, right? They done snitched on themselves. and They just told their fans, hey, don't, you're not getting Silent Hill 2 Remake. Well, first off, here's what I take umbrage with. Here's my big issue with this whole article. Whilst. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think that's a real word. It's, I think people use that to yeah. make themselves look it's like Shakespeare in the Park. And, uh, well, they are European, so maybe th- this is like the proper term, and I just don't know anything. Also, like, the more this is uh, no shade to you at all, Vicky Blake. Yeah. Way uh, smarter than either. Uh, 1000%. I've been reading a lot of articles lately that just have misspellings in mm-hmm. it. Uh-oh. And I'm like, I just hire me to do the oh the the proofreading. Oh wow, okay. Because like in this last yeah. sentence, uh, it says it's supposed to be back and forth, but it says back and forth. Mm. I don't know. I'm just saying. Damn. Little little second. Are you second telling Vicky, are you, are you telling Vicky No, I'm telling Eurogamer. Okay. I'm not telling Vicky. I'm telling the editor whoever in edited chief. Vicky's. Hire, yeah. get, get hire Kyle yeah. or get Grammarly. One of those yeah, things yeah. is free. Oh no, I. Uh, me okay look at you a goddamn thesaurus i'm the free one (laughs) (laughs) all right kyle so i don't want to talk about the apk stuff because it's not interesting yeah no no no. the interesting stuff is the the details like this uh first off bloodborne's a second party game playstation owns the ip they hired Mm -hmm. from software to make this game uh so that's that's not true but do you think this lends credence to maybe Xbox is exaggerating here that Final Fantasy 16, 7, and Silent Hill 2 will come to Xbox one day? Or do you actually think that this is kind of going to show since Final Fantasy 7 is, you know, its exclusive quote unquote window ended a while ago? We still don't see it on other yeah. platforms besides mm-hmm. PC. That, yeah, no, PlayStation, Final Fantasy 16 is a console exclusive from PlayStation for the foreseeable future. Mm. What do you think? I'm not going to say never. They'll never come to Xbox because persona just finally came to Xbox. And that would, that was one where like, no, that's never going to happen. They never saw it coming. Uh, Oh, Hey, Uh, Joe's stealing your hearts right here in 2023. Um, I, so I'm not going to say never because it does happen. It's just that it won't be for a minute. It won't be for a minute. And honestly, this is smart from Sony. I'm going to take that side here. Like (laughs) to lock, to lock these games up. These are massive games to only play in your console. Like it makes sense. And I think, and in, in in another way, like this is just me being a, a, a older gamer. These titles, I, I refer to PlayStation, right? Sure. They, I when I read Silent Hill, I think PlayStation. Read Final Fantasy, I think PlayStation. Right. <laughs> when I read Bloodborne, I only think PlayStation. Yeah. So, like, it, it, those kind of partnerships, I'm okay with because of the history. the lineage, the history. Yeah, and I think it also serves Xbox's argument of like we can take some exclusives because, gosh darn, they're doing yeah. it. So, fair game. Yeah. 
you know? So yeah. let us have a Starfield. Gosh dang it. Um, and yeah, I, I think this goes to show that, yeah, Final Fantasy 16, Silent Hill 2 remake. Not remastered, Xbox lawyers, so maybe make an amendment there. You know, these games are for the foreseeable future not coming to Xbox, and it's them kind of snitching on themselves for for maybe for for the better outcome, <laughs> perhaps. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, for me, I like the inner workings. Those things being teased out are the things that interest me of like, oh, so like Microsoft knows they're not going to get Final Fantasy 16. Like they know they're not going to get Silent Hill or they're mm-hmm. not trying to get them because of this deal. Like those are like the questions that I ask myself, you know? It's a weird negotiation tactic, right? Yeah. To already give up the fact that you'll never, ever, ever get that on your platform. Never. It's wild. Wild. Interesting move, Cotton. Let's see if it plays <laughs> that for him. All right, Kyle. It is time for some flash news. Gotta go. Gotta run fast. 2023. Year's resolution. My knees aren't good. Ooh, All right. <laughs> Elden Ring. Have you heard of this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I have heard about it once in a while. Elden Ring has dethroned The Last of Us Part 2 for the most game of the year wins with, as of Whew. posting, 324 to Last of Us 223. Ooh, wee. Over 100 more? Oh, sorry. 224. Sorry. Not, not, oh, okay. That was a typo on my behalf. Remember, I was typing this. I got, I'm, well, no worries, I got a no sexy worries. learning disability called sexalexia. Uh, Kyle. <laughs> Sex Panther, sixty nine percent of the time it works every time. Uh, Spider C, sorry, Spider C eleven writes, "Hello everyone, new and old. I hope we're all happy and safe, bringing in the new year. Sadly, I've been struggling with COVID since Christmas. Oh. Hot damn, that's not well, that's one Christmas present you didn't want. Mm. That's worse than cold. Mm-hmm. Hope you and the fam are doing well. Not too bad, Same. except for the stomach issues and nausea, bro. Been there. Let me tell you, Pedialyte, Gatorade." Okay. Yeah. Uh, Pedialyte ice pops. They're a game changer. If if it's canned, like canned peaches, pickles, pickles, olives, anything fermented, that's going to help you. That's going to help you big time. And guess what? That tip's for free. But that's enough about me. <laughs> Do you guys think Elden Ring would have dethroned Last of Us Part 2 for the most Game of the Award uh, awards with Ragnarok being released this year too? Question mark. It's so true. Like this And like if Ragnarok wasn't this year, would that number be higher? Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And if this game wasn't out this year, would it be Ragnarok we're talking about? Yeah. Uh, very true. I think it goes to show like the power of of from software, the power of Elden Ring, but like man, just how impressive last year truly was uh, mm-hmm. i don't know I, I when i saw this question i was like yeah like ragnarok wasn't it, it wasn't like an easy competitor like it was stiff competition at least for me of like what my game of the year is which you'll find mm-hmm. out more uh, next week but good on you guys this is huge i don't know how are you taking the news i know you're a last of us part two stan <laughs> i saw both oh, fan bases going at each other uh being really real like I'm going to throw out all my copies of Last of Us right now. Good. I'm taking my Ellie statue from the collection's Off. edition. I'm just tossing, tossing them in the, in the trash. I'm going to do what that, that kid did when he found out Horizon was coming to PC, and I'm going to karate chop my desk in half. Yeah. I want and no cry. part of this. 
Remember you heard him sob? <laughs> yeah. No, I think this is cool. I like it's how can you not celebrate Elden Ring? Yeah. I mean, how can you not? Like it's yeah, I love part two. Uh last was part two, but like there's no denying Elden Ring is one of the best games ever made. Yep. And records are made to be broken. So like it why not? Yeah. If it wasn't Eldering, what would it have been? It's gonna happen next year with Zelda. And it's gonna take the cape cape for oh, most cape no, award wins then. No, no. It should I'm be. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. It's Zelda and Nintendo. It gets a bump. Okay, yep. but honestly, you're right. I think these things are made to be broken. They're also made to be made. Yep. Like it's it's they're superficial at the end of the yeah, day anyway. It's like your your game of the year could be Cult of the Lamb. Like like yeah. Katie's game of the year this year or last year uh, was Red Dead Redemption Two. Like it doesn't even have to be this yeah. year. One of my favorite no. games of last year was Cyberpunk. Like relax, it's all superficial. And to see both fan bases be so toxic about this I just goes it. to show that we don't deserve video games. No, we don't. Because and, and there there's another. If you aren't into, if you're not. You know nothing of sports. Uh, Sunday night, a terrible tragedy happened on the field uh, with yes. uh, a Bills player, a uh, Buffalo Bills player, um, suffering a heart attack, right. or what we all presume a heart attack on the field, and they had to work on him for nine straight minutes um, during the game. It was it was frightening to see him collapse yeah. like that. But afterwards, a lot of the athletes and a lot of people were like, "We need to stop the game." treating them like our little action figures mm. and like yelling about, Oh, this person's, you know, uh, getting paid too much. Their contract is awful. Their, their stats aren't what they should be. They're not matching the Madden ratings in the Madden video game. It's just, we need to start treating the people that are behind the entertainment that we love as actual human beings mm-hmm. and, and, and not spew, vitriol and negativity just because we love the thing and only see the product and not the things that got put into the product. Like we should just be celebrating the studios again, making magic video games are freaking magic. I don't understand how they work. I don't understand how I'm talking to Joe through a camera and a microphone and uh, you can see and hear everything. Like let's just celebrate that instead of just yelling about, Numbers that make no sense, at, like out of context. Yeah. I like it's just ridiculous. No, I think you're 100 percent right. Like we forget that there are devs watching this. People that worked on the Last of Us Part Two. People that worked on, you know, from or, or, or sorry, from uh, on Elden Ring. Like we forget. We just treat it as this product. And do you not think Neil Druckmann gets like a hundred, you know, comments of like this yeah. guy's up his own ass? I hate him. You, you think Gorilla doesn't you think hear? Kanye's like... posting nice things about Neil right now. <laughs> Probably not. He's not because uh, he can't. <laughs> Got him. So like, but no. like, do you think Gorilla loves hearing like, oh, another year that Horizon got overshadowed by other games? Like, no, oh. they don't want to hear that. They just want to hear people loving and enjoying their game, which is phenomenal. And yeah, and so like to me, it's just. Yeah, we're we're taking the human like there's no human element here. There's so when I see like anymore. oh you last of his fanboys, you Elden Ring fanboy, it's like shut up, just shut. You're getting muted. Exactly. You're getting muted now. You're just going. Yeah. You're going into the uh uh-uh, uh the reason why I'm on Twitter less. It's you, it's you people. I don't have the yeah. energy 
of you're bringing nothing of value yeah. to the conversation it's like one person's Not just like oh thing. but it's just fun to troll these people i'm like that's your entertainment is like to get people upset that's read a book go outside touch <laughs> touch some grass do something Christ Jesus, you you need it. so like for me that's that's what i i it, it, i I can't, words yeah. cannot even compute. What you said is perfect. We're forgetting that people have worked on these things. We got to respect those folks. And you can have an honest to God conversation about yeah. it, but you don't have to just, we, we love to mudsling and I'm really getting sick and tired of it. And one of my new year's resolutions is I'm going to, I'm going to call you out on it. If you feel like you could be an asshole, I'm going to call you out on your bullshit. Yeah. Cause I'm done with it. Absolutely. I'm, I'm here for the developers to celebrate video yeah. games. That's what I'm here for. I'm not here to, to, to fight with you. And you're right. Elden Ring deserves it. It's literally one of the greatest games ever made, mm -hmm. period. Um, and, yeah. you know, so, so what Ragnarok didn't win? Ragnarok's going down as one of my favorite sequels to a video game ever. It's It doesn't devalue what Ragnarok is whatsoever. It's, it's, it's like the best cake I've ever had with the best ice yeah. cream I've ever had. I liked both. Yeah. <laughs> I may prefer exactly. cake, but like... Ice cream's still delicious, you know? I, another sports analogy. Please. My New York Mets won 100 games last yeah. season. They failed in the first round of the playoffs. Oof. Was I bummed out and upset? Sure I was. But then I was like, I got to see the, my New York Mets I've been rooting for my almost my entire life win 100 games yeah. after being a laughingstock of baseball for such a long time. Yeah. I'm enjoying those moments looking back, and now I'm – like, that's the energy that I'm bringing to all things Love now. It. Love it. Yeah. M9 Prime writes in, Happy New Year, gentlemen. Question for the Sony Pony Express. Well, guess what? You're in Flash News, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. We got to go fast. Grab go fast. Sorry. Ettering was made into a TV show like The Last of Us. Who would you like to play as in the major roles? And what do you think would be the main storyline of the Eldering show? What locations need to be shown? Would you like to go? Sorry. <laughs> I was reading it super fast because he said, got to go fast. <laughs> I, would, I nailed it until then. Or would this yeah. not work for a show? Keep up the great oh, work. Oh, it absolutely work. I can't wait for the Trophy Room Game Awards. Can't wait either. Next week, vote now. Yeah. <sighs> it works as a show, right? Uh, it can work as a show. Absolutely. I actually think of Lord of the Rings when I think about this. Um, the, the more I think about it, I think it works as a yeah, show. Yeah, you could put this on Amazon Prime. Uh, you yeah. can make it a Monster of the Week type of thing, but you could like each season could be you taking down a a boss or two, right? You could be taken yeah. down Godric. You could be taken down, you know, you're going to take Millennia. down Cebu as, as Moog. <laughs> like that's, that's one week. <laughs> no, it's not going to get real for just a sec. I love the hard drive article. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I know of hard drive. Okay. I, I don't know what. So like Moog to. is like the big evil thing, right? Oh yes. I did see that. <laughs> so, so, Republicans have nominated Moog <laughs> to be the speaker. <laughs> I, I did see that. Yep. Funny, you'd get more votes than Kevin. Anyway, I think the show does well. Uh, you know, yeah. They look. One of the main reasons why they partnered up with PlayStation, or why not partnered up, rather token that investment from PlayStation, is PlayStation gave them a bunch of money so that they could go make shows and other IP with their IP. Yeah. So yeah, PlayStation's investing because PlayStation Productions wants the Elden Ring IP. Because it could be mm -hmm. their Lord of the Rings. So, do you, do you have a a actor actress for a, a role? No, because like to me, I always suck at those. It's like what, yeah, you know, I don't know. Like Kate Winslet, she can act in anything. You know, 
Fair. So like fair, Leonardo fair. DiCaprio, you can act in anything. I don't know. So yeah. for me, I, I don't know. Jonathan Majors, just because I love Jonathan Majors. Ooh. He's a he's a terrific actor. Yeah, he can yeah, act yeah. in anything. Yeah. Also, Idris Elba. Because funny thing about Jonathan Majors and Idris Elba, they distracted my mother today. <laughs> there was a there was a commercial. My mom was talking. There was a commercial for Creed Three. Jonathan Majors hops on screen. My mom silent and grinning like a stupid stupid idiot. And then a, a, a commercial for Expedia came on like shortly afterwards. And my mom's talking to my dad. I go, look at my Idris. She's like, ooh, and she's she's <laughs> smiling. <laughs> Grin on her face. That's great, but yeah, like you know, someone talented. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I would say uh, Anya Taylor Joy as Millennia. Oh shit! Yes, Blade of Nikolai or Rena. Ooh, one of the two. Yeah, uh, the guy that voices Mister Krabs as like Roderick <laughs> or something like. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Love it. Love it. All right, Kyle, last one you put on here. It says Jeremy Ryan won his own platinum trophy. What does this mean? Yeah, uh, so I was uh, on Push Square to see what games are coming out this week. Uh, spoiler, there is no drop. <gasps> Sorry, I don't have to hold on to anything because there's no games coming out this Done. week. Um, but Push Square, uh, this article comes from Sammy Barker. Uh, PlayStation's Jim Ryan named among 500 most influential global media business leaders. <laughs> There you go. There you go. <laughs> Where he was named by Variety, one of the top 500 most influential business leaders shaping the global media industry. Um, the British-born executive, who also featured in the 2020 and 2021 incarnations of the same list, is credited for completing the acquisition of Bungie, mm. which will give Sony, quote-unquote, this is from Variety, live service ammo. Oh, boy. They gotta give it. They they'll be like, "Hey, who's a gamer in the office? Can you type this up?" Yeah, and then uh, mm-hmm. it goes on to say the company has continued to make strategic investments, acquiring fourteen percent from software, one billion dollars into Epic Games, uh, ob- and has also objected the Activision Blizzard oh, no. deal, All which right, the FTC there. is now attempting to block. <laughs> PS Five is outselling Xbox Series X nearly two to one. Um, so, like, Jim got the award for. Three years in a row now. I um, mean, look, hey, give the guy credit where PlayStation had a great year. Yeah, great year last they year. Had a, I mean, they've been having great years of mix, uh, global shortage, global pandemic, absolutely, and now global yeah. recession that we're we're starting to everybody's telling me exists. Uh, I don't know. I'm dumb, so uh, very much right. <laughs> I don't even know what weather. Like today, I walked out in shorts just because I was oh. feeling crazy. So like, I don't even know the so weather. So mad. I was so mad today. But, you know. Too hot. He has as much crap as we give him, and rightfully so. Oh, my God. I sounded like Trump there for a second. As much crap as I give him, and rightfully so. He's made mistakes. Everybody's been saying it. Um, He can run a business. He can run a business and sell some cards. Here's the thing, Kyle. Get back on track here, Joseph. You had coffee. Start the show up. Boop, 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 boop. I'm in. Um, is that he has maneuvered this company towards a whole lot of success in the past few years um, with all those things stacked against him and still stacked against him. You know, we, we talk about it a lot here, but like the whole, you know, ABK thing. This is a guy that's made a trillion dollar company bleed. Like, we do have to give this man some type of credit as much as I doubt he's a person with actual feelings, but. Is what it is. Gotta be doing something right. 
That said, yeah. Kyle, just for, you know, the S and G's here, are you holding on to something? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to do the do. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest steals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront this week. Absolutely jack has dropped. There's nothing, nothing on the store, no deals, nothing that we can see, nothing that we could grab. So there's a lot of deals hey, out but there. But if you have a buck, oh. patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. Oh, hot damn. Just saying. Just saying. A lot of exclusive shows on there. True. Console War Room, where Sean walks in a winner, walks out <laughs> such a sore loser already. Such a sore loser. Let's talk about that for a second. That's one of my favorite Patreon shows we've done. Not just because we trolled Sean uh, and made him second guess his friendship with Ryan. Um, because he made some big mistakes there. Big mistakes, folks. Everybody's talking about it. How can you make such big mistakes? Um, and such small hands for that, man. You, you need to stop talking like Trump. Uh, I'm digging <laughs> it. I, I understand the appeal now. Oh, man. But, like, you know, I really love that episode. It, it's a whole lot of fun. We had a whole yeah, lot of great. fun. So go check that out. I think that episode's actually free for everyone. So if you like that type of content, that's what you can expect on a weekly basis here on out 2023 style. So head on over to patreon.com slash PS trophy. Yeah. You'll be getting on the road to greatness. That's right. As well. I got a lot of crazy things I'm going to say about firewatch and Elden ring. That's for sure. Ooh. All right, Kyle. Now it's time for a favorite segment in the last segment of the night. Time for the Sony Pony Express. Yeah. Oh, that's right, that's right, come on. Katie Stubbs writes in, Hi guys, just like you can too, by the way, over at PS Trophy Room, over at the Discord server that you could join right now, be a part of the hundreds of people that are in there on the daily, and you get to write your questions. We answer them each and every Wednesday here on the show, or actually Thursday, because that's when the show goes live. All right, coffee, remember. Hey guys, happy new year to both of you. Hope you were all, sorry, hope... They were well spent, and you played all the games during your week off. I played like one, but again, we'll talk about it. Mm. So most post-Christmas gift to myself, wee, I got myself a smart TV. Hey, nice. Looking forward to check out all the movies I missed last year and catching up on some old shows, which leads me to my question. Imagine that you can offer any video game character the chance to invent something. This character has given the opportunity to create something that has never been seen before. Who would you pick and what would they invent? Have fun with this one. Love you guys. Oh. This is interesting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My mind instantly goes to silence. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know what they would invent, but it would be some sort of technology that would be way too invasive. <laughs> and uh, people will question if it's uh, good for humanity or not. Yeah. Uh, Clank, Ratchet and or Clank would invent Ooh. a different gun, a new gun that shot. I was going to say portals <laughs> to different games. Actually, no, let's do it. A gun that shoots like into different universes that you get to explore different games. So Ratchet could be in The Last of Us. Ratchet could jump in, you know, I don't know, a Halo match for all we care and just really oh, mess some yeah. stuff. And it doesn't like it can't obey the laws of physics or franchises uh-huh. or exclusivity. Like it's okay. just doing whatever. All right. And you just you're shaking the bottle every time. There you go. 
I like it. I also like the idea of uh, the ratchet gun that did that thing mm-hmm. in Rift Apart, but a real life counterpart where it will randomly transport one of your friends, oh, but you don't know which one. Oh no! <laughs> How do they get back, Kyle? I don't know. Oh, that's frightening. Uh, oh, <sighs> Kyle. By the way, if you could add Yuna's question as well, because she she posted one earlier oh. in the day. If you could. Sure. Uh, before I ask for questions, because that's how good Yuna is at this stuff. Okay. Yeah. Rides in. Will you be watching The Last of Us on January 15th by yourself, with friends, or with family? And how many times do you plan on rewatching the premiere until we get the next episode seven long days later? Everybody's super hyped on The Last of Us show. I'm, I'm, I'm very optimistic. Don't get me wrong. But I also, in the back of my mind, go, this is a video game adaptation. Like, I think people's things, like, I've seen a lot of people say, like, along the lines of, like, this is going to be Breaking Bad levels good. No, stop. I'm hoping this this show is good. Nothing's going to top Breaking Bad. Nothing's going to top a Game of Thrones. Last of Us ain't, I, I don't think Last of Us is that. That's where my expectations are. I think it's going to be a good show. But I'm not expecting, like, it. That said, Kyle. How are you watching it? And how are we going to tell y'all what we done saw? Uh, yeah. So I'm going to at least watch episode one okay. by myself. Sounds good. Um, just because I have a feeling the first episode is the opening of the game. Yeah. And I want to experience that for myself because I'm going to be a mess. But my plan, actually, I would love to do a watch party in the Discord mm. every Sunday and, and and watch together and react to it together. What if we do like a uh, rewatch? Maybe, we could do a rewatch maybe one night during the yeah. week or something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm down nuts. with that. Um, but what Joe was alluding to, uh, we're going to be doing a Last of Us in review, quote unquote, uh, where we're going to talk about each episode and, and put it up there on the good old Patreon. That's right. Um, and I think. Did you know for for how, for what level? Uh, Do we decide that? Uh, not yet. I think we'll we'll decide. We'll okay, see. it'll be up there. Bronze at some tier. Point. Yeah, we'll do bronze yeah, tier. Three, three bucks in, you get the last of a show. And, right and that will that will start. Uh, you know, since PlayStation is doing more things in in movies and TV, yeah. that will start a new show where we watch the PlayStation stuff and then talk about it. Uh, for Patreon. And I think for us, I think we'll watch the first episode. We'll give a public thoughts, like a deep dive Patreon show, but like a surface level talk the the week of, of like, how, do, how do we, we like the show? And then oh, yeah. the final episode, we kind of skew up the whole season and, and talk about it that way of like, okay, so season's Absolutely. done. How was it? Type of deal. Yeah. And I, and to answer your question, Nagachaka, I'm going to be watching it so many times. Yeah. Uh, I, unlike Joe, don't know how to keep my expectations in check. And I do think is this is going to be really, really good for the fact of uh, they, they once again said something that I thought was newsworthy, but they already talked about it last year. They gave the showrunners a hundred million dollar budget for the season. Yeah. That's pretty unheard of. That's Game of Thrones level of money behind it. And so, like, you don't the throw fact it that at episode something one that you is, don't think is going to hit. Exactly. And the fact that episode one is an hour 20, 
um, and nine episodes. They're going to be roughly a little bit over an hour each. Like, I'm so excited to get a Last of Us movie every single week. I mean, that's a that's a good point to raise. Um, they know what they have. They they know they have some of the best screenwriters out there making this. Yeah, right. Like, it's like a broken record. Chernobyl, you know it. Exactly. Um, and the actors involved. Are you kidding yeah. me? So I, I know it's going to be good. I'm just trying to get it in check because it. the Halo show. We've been exists. burned before. Exactly. We've been burned before. So, Absolutely. I, you know, we got two Sonic movies. God, God's <laughs> abandoned us long ago, and they're the best thing we have. Sonic is the best thing to have. People also like to downplay how good Detective Pikachu is. It was good. And that's a pretty good. It's pretty good, but like yeah. Sonic is the one that was our go-to. I know. I know. So, and Uncharted, pretty good. Pretty good. All right. But like this yeah. is, this is I think, their so, first big showing. This this absolutely. means, this means I think a lot. Yeah. But I got to keep it checked. I think it's going to be good. Not the best that's thing fair. ever. And of course, people are going to be angry about it, so I'm going to already have it muted. Oh yeah, 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 yeah no. Uh, you know what, Kyle? You want to go back and forth on the questions? Sure, I can do that. Uh, Drake G, I'm sorry, Drake, if I say that your name cor- wrong incorrectly. Hey guys, happy New Year to you both. Hope you enjoyed your holiday. Mine was excellent. Good times with friends and family, and I won the traditional family quiz once again. Ooh. Hey, congratulations! That brings me to my question of this week. If you guys participated in a gaming and PlayStation pub quiz, who would win? Who of you two would impress everyone with their knowledge about games, gadgets, and PlayStation? Best wishes for you both. Take care and have a phenomenal day. I'm impressing you, no one. <laughs> I know a lot about video games. <laughs> Hold up one yeah. second. Uh, I would destroy yeah. you. I, I, suck and, at, I suck at quizzes. And the fact that we did one for video game trivia with our friend Jacob McCourt. Which uh, was a fun time. And the only reason. Oh, it was so good. I can't wait to do it again. The only reason it was close is because we did guess the price of these games. And I don't do well with that at all. Like how much they are on price charting. And they were like obscure games. And they were outrageous. And uh, that's the only way it was close. Yeah, I suck at trivia. I don't like on the spot things. I really hate it. It's it's my that's my big pet peeve. Now, if Joe and I were a team, get out, get of, out here. of here. No one touches. Come us. on, Mm-mm. yeah. yeah. Cowboy Danger D rats in yeehaw. Question for the Sony Pony Express: I understand that most folks are switching over to digital. But uh, yay! Well, <laughs> but what are some of your favorite video game cover box art? What Ooh. got me thinking about this was when I picked up Marvel Midnight Suns. I loved the cover so much that I bought the poster mm-hmm. of it. Another favorite from the past is simply the Heavy Rain cover. So, what are uh, what are your some of your favorites? And has there ever been a game uh, you know absolutely nothing about at all? Yes. But the cool cover convinced you to give it a chance. As always, love y'all. Shiny side up and happy new year. Happy new year. Shiny side up. I have one. Go for it. Dead Space's uh, cover of just like the the hand floating in space. It's just like. The hand. Yeah. This is weird and I'm in. Mm -hmm, This is weird mm -hmm. and I'm so in. Also, uh, Dead Space 2's cover where he's shooting. Um, Ooh, it, that's yeah, I think yeah. off the collectors. There's like a sleeve. Um, first off, bring back the sleeves, guys. Oh, yes, bring those back, please. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that one, 110% cool, cool as hell. What about you? I can't think of... Honestly, probably FF7. Oh, yeah. Iconic. Like, looking up at the big, like, Shinra uh, headquarters. Yeah. Uh, that's, again, iconic. I am a sucker for just, like, the silhouette or, like, the single figure on a on a cover. I know that's kind of basic, sure. but, like, I love the Joel and Ellie looking back on Last of Us. Yep, that's one uh, of my favorites. Uh, uh, that's, like, so good. Yeah. Um, Super Mario World had a dope one. Yeah. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild actually went hard. The Tears of the Kingdom box art looks really Does cool. Does it? I haven't seen that one much. It looks really cool. Because yeah. um, then everybody just started doing it. It's like, here's a guy on a, a mountaintop looking down. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? And like, Bioshock? Shout out to for- Bioshock's a good one. Yeah. Shout out to Forbidden West, too. That one's very colorful mm-hmm. and, and popping. Eye-popping. But you know what? There is something like I I am starting to like the square images more. I feel like it's a tighter it's a it's a tighter shot on the thing that matters the most. And I feel like yeah. when you have a bad emblem, like the Dragon Age Inquisition emblem is horrific. I mm. get that out of here. People complain, and then the devs are like, "Okay, okay, we get it. You didn't like it's ugly. Go different on it." Uh, mm-hmm. So, like for example, like the Elden Ring uh, square. Ooh like it it's a tight shot splatoon as well great colorful it's fun it tells you everything you need to know about that game just strictly on its cover and like uh, another one shout out to bloodborne mm-hmm. have the saw clu- cleaver Ooh-y. out just like and the firearm at the side <sighs> Ooh, that's that's pretty cool yeah. nathan drake uncharted 2 Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of good. We could make a just an episode of like what makes a good video game cover. Yeah, write that down. That's a Patreon show if I've ever heard one. And and I can't I can't think of one where I didn't know nothing about the game and I saw the cover. It's like, oh, that looks cool. I'm gonna buy it. Nothing. Nothing is is coming out to me for that one. Again, I do have a bone to pick. If you have a lazy steel book, ooh, you're, I'm gonna have. Oh, words. oh, yes. I'm have oh, absolutely. All right, Dreaded Diablo writes in. Oh, sorry, you, you go. We, we're, we're taking tanks. I just, oh, that's right. Uh, this is a video by the Act Man, okay. and it shows hot takes on video games. Yeah, I don't know who that is, Dreaded. That uh, uh, shows hot takes on video games, and I'm wondering, what are your hot takes in gaming be either Nintendo, Xbox, and PlayStation? <laughs> I, I have a hot take. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah, let's go. You, you go first. Okay. Again. No offense should be taken. Sure. This is just how I feel. Uh-huh. Nintendo is only for kids at this oh. point. I am not pulled at all to play my Nintendo. I feel it is more toy than video oh games. My. And that will only change once the hardware catches up to what Xbox and Sony's doing. Um, Metroid Dread exists. Do you not know that? It does, but it would be better if it was on PlayStation. It would be, man. Oh, my God. Like, here's the thing. I, all right. Here's, <laughs> I'm just saying. Here's the thing. That, here's my hot take about Nintendo. Nintendo fans, y'all don't know what you got. Mm-mm. Y'all don't know what you got sometimes. Metroid's right there. It's so, like, Samus is so f***ing cool. She's, she is dope as hell. 
and you're not buying those games. What's wrong? And you're going to go buy, oh, Animal Crossing, This there's a squirrel. He's my neighbor slash best friend. Oh, I don't like this armadillo. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna quarantine him on one part of the island so that he moves. It's like, wow, that's, that's strange. <laughs> I yeah. wonder what your grandparents were thinking, you know? <laughs> that's some weird logic. Oh, I'm going to threaten my neighbor till he moves. Okay. Just because he's an armadillo? It makes you think. Um, And then, like, yeah, like, for me, Nintendo, I I do think of it more now, like, childish, but I I feel like there's a, we revere Nintendo a lot, but I think to an extent of, like, a little bit overzealous on, on how we view Nintendo, or maybe that's the wrong word of, like, you know, they make some stinkers as well. Like, you know, there's a lot of games that Sean Capri picked on. La- and I'm not just singling him out because he's bad at picking things. Um, you know, Top Gun Maverick <clears throat> DLC. Anyway, but, you know, there's a lot of those games like like Strikers and uh, what is it? Switch Sports that like didn't mm-hmm. move the needle. We'll forget about Labo, but you'll threaten my life if I criticize it. That type of energy that Nintendo fans have. um is different and it's weird and I don't like it. So to yeah. me, yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you there. Uh, hot take for Xbox. Um, all right, fanboys, you want to go at it? You want to f- go? You want to f- go? They got to prove to me that they can deliver this year. That's it. Um, I think one of my biggest critiques from Xbox, and I think it's one major critique, even Xbox folks is like, I'm tired of saying next year's the year. Yeah, I am. I'm tired of the X- Xbox exclusives of like, sorry, excuses, excuses of like next year. I'm sorry we didn't deliver this year. No, this is the year. You got Starfield, you got Redfall, you got, you know, um, gosh dang it, you got Hellblade. Like, you got all these games lined up. Now let's, now let's start delivering on it. Let's start delivering mm-hmm. on this message because my thing with Xbox is like their pipeline seems like it's still under some type of duress. Like we're hearing rumors of like, and I don't know if they're true or accurate. It's rumors and speculations after all, but like games like Fable being reworked from the ground up, right? Like Halo uh, switching engines or whatever uh, for for their, um, oh my God. They're a battle royale, like that type of stuff, that type of chaos that's in Microsoft that needs to start getting expelled or else I don't have much faith in them as, as a publisher. Cause I'm tired of hearing wait till next year. Yep. Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Can't yeah, wait. Same. Can't wait till I get yelled at in the comments. Uh, I'm, I'm on and I'm actually trying to think of a PlayStation one. Oh, I got one. Uh, yeah, go for it. PlayStation, I love you. Here's two critiques. Take them if you like uh-huh. them. If you don't, toss them right on back. Only kidding. There's mine, mine alone. Uh, start talking to us like we're people. Um, you know, as much as I say, but again, that's not really a hot take. I think everyone like agrees that way. Here's the thing: PlayStation, PlayStation Four era, even PS3 era was having fun. You had a Kevin Butler, right? Fair. You ha- you know you Fair. had a Shuhei of like this is how you trade your games. Who who was it? Was it Marcus on PSP? Mm-hmm. Was was that the PSP campaign yes. with Marcus? Yes. Yeah. And like this one feels like so. You're gonna like this one, like corporate Kane. Like this is oh just. Oh my god! I know nothing is worse than Kane in a suit. Exactly. Oh, it's just like yeah, oh, you, you got great games, but like I'm not feeling the excitement and celebration of these games. Um, yeah. So I, I, I'd like, 
I'd like that to change. <laughs> and um, what's my next hot take? Uh, that's really it. That's my that's my big one. There you go. I I think another small scale one, which I only maybe truly maybe half believe. Sure. Uh, PlayStation doesn't really need a first person shooter. Oh, at all. That's, okay, that's in their repertoire. It's like so. Yeah, you don't think it needs a first person shooter? Like, I would. I would love one. But I don't think they need one. I think they can rely on everything else. Yeah, I think like like the games of service. Oh, here's a hot take: games of service uh, makes me very nervous. Oh, one thousand. Well, so, yeah, life service yeah. games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like what I've been saying from the get. It's like how many of these are actually going to succeed? Like yep. it can't be every single one of them. And how does that hurt? Does that hurt PlayStation's image of how we often say like Nintendo games? They're for kids. It's like. Well, yep. could that be the same for PlayStation? Like, I love what they're doing on the, on the single-player game front. Um, though, here's a hot take. Ready for this, Kyle? I'm ready. Some of your games need an editor. Mm. There are points in cer- certain games that uh, they get a little bit you know, high on their own supply, Neil. And all right, all right. See, I'll disagree, but it's fine. Hot take. Fine. I'm trying to be. I'm trying. To I know be. it's a hot take. I know. I, I know. gave a I lot know. of heat to Nintendo. I gave a lot of heat to Xbox. I gotta give a little yeah, pepper to I, PlayStation. You're you're allowed. Absolutely. Still the best games. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Who knows about next week though? All right. Last question, Kyle. Take it away. And I I already know you, uh, Yuna. Uh, if her favorite's on the like, who's her favorite on the trophy room? It's Kyle. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty I don't sure. think so. No, no, no. I, I think so. I think so. I'm not jealous. <laughs> you, no it's, it's you know, one day, Joe. One day. <laughs> one day I'll get uh, a fan. Yuna, <laughs> Yuna writes in, "Hey there, guys. Hope you both are doing well. Welcome to January, where we make resolutions that will be broken by the end of the year. We oh, get damn. a thrill of excitement for fakes coming out, and a bunch of the community are going backlog golfing. My question this week is for villain." Would you want them to be sympathetic or just outright evil that you want to trust your uh, thrust your sword into? I've been playing Kuro, and the villains are some of who are not worth feel, feeling sympathy for. These guys, and it has me thinking how I like villains done in games, with them either being done some sympathy or no sympathy. Uh, sympathy. There you go. There you go, Kyle. So I throw the ball over to you guys. Do you think villains should have some sort of sympathy in them or just be pure evil? All right, Kyle. You ready for another hot take? Oh, no. <laughs> First off, there is a, there's a beauty to both. And I think like the best villain, villain of, like, I just want to see the city burn is, like, the Joker. And that's the king status. Oh, yeah. And I feel like a lot of villains try or a lot of people try to go, I'm going to make this someone you're threatened by. But mm-hmm. you're not oh, no country for old men. Most of the time, that threatening personality, there's something to it, right? Like, there's something to Javier Bardem's character there where it's just like he's talking about, you know, he's just, he's just talking to a cashier about his life passing him, you know, passing him by. And the cashier not knowing that like that flip of the coin is literally what is dictating life or death. And there is that tension in the scene of the cashier knows something's up. This guy's weird, but doesn't know what, but you know, everything that's haunting and terrifying. Yeah. What a good movie. Amazing. And then there's the sympathetic villain, which you, you could feel that for, 
but you know that what they're going about is wrong. Villains that do an excellent job of doing that is Magneto. This is a, a Holocaust survivor turned into the thing that he hates, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but fighting for a cause that is underlined good. But again, it's like the total, he's going about it the total wrong way. And the, and then yeah. going even this the eight at echelons higher, going pure evil. Another great example, Killmonger. Like the reason oh, yeah. why I love Black Panther so much is he is such a great sympathetic villain because everything that he is saying is right, but what he is doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, a good villain, I need like, yeah, there are some villains that are just so good because they are nothing but evil. Mm-hmm. Like Freddy Krueger, yes. great villain. He's nothing but evil. Um, I, I, I think, uh, oh, you have a, a thought? Go Darth for it. Vader, and I'll talk, I'll talk about it. Oh, yeah, oh, for sure. Uh, but when, like, as you were talking, I was thinking about one of my favorite games of all time, mm-hmm. who I think does a great way, and a little bit of both here, is Last of Us Part Two. Oh, oh. I think to Ellie, Abby is nothing but pure evil. Right. To Abby, Ellie is nothing but pure evil. But are you not feeling sympathetic for both of them in that game? I think that does a great job in playing that card both. Yeah. And I just another reason why I love that game. But I love a good villain where I can see where they're coming from. Yeah. And that makes that makes the the pain of what they're doing hit so much harder. Yeah. Like, there are... All right, Kyle, here's where the hot take comes in. There are villains that uh, you cheer for because you know when they're on screen, they're going to tear it up. Like, Darth Vader is terrifying. Oh, yeah. His his look is iconic. That hallway scene in Rogue One is, like, the epitome yeah. of, like, Disney bringing He's, back how terrifying this this character is, but you're rooting for yeah. him to be awful. He's he's bad guy rock in old school WWE. <laughs> exactly. He's a bad guy, but I'm going to root for him every single time he's and out there. And there's a beauty for it. And then there's yeah. the villains that I think suck. And that's everything, mm. everywhere, all at once. Where it's like, I'm a uh, nihilist just to be a nihilist because I'm lazy and this is a bad, you know, Rick and Morty skit. It hurts a little bit. It's fine. <laughs> and then you have a good antagonist which is in nope and you're like i need to see this thing Mm. i don't know what it's doing but it's scaring the crap out of me that so those are two movies i watched (laughs) during the break (laughs) no kidding i'm not can i can i get real with you can i get ben franklin with you i actually thought nope was incredible oh i do too absolutely jordan peele absolutely was just like does not miss in my opinion. Hey, never missing a day in his life. Though I, I love us. Come at me. I think us, us is great. great. Us uh, actually, yeah. I think. Like I don't think Nope is his best work, but it's like still great. Oh no! And you could tell like the love of anime and the love of Kojima this guy has because the entrances of these characters is straight up, dude. The guy with the helmet, that's Kojima, dude. <laughs> you can't argue with. So I'm like, I'm just. Absolutely. I'm just eating during this film, and Kiki Palmer is oh, gorgeous, so, and I'm in love with her. And you so punch me square in the face. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so you know, a good villain could come from many angles, but the sympathetic villain is it, it's it makes you think because yeah, being evil yeah. for evil's sake is easy, but having the 
the audience relate to the villain and maybe even sympathize with them for a second. Mm-hmm. we That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hi, Kyle. That's been the trophy room this week. First episode back. Hey. Real talk. How do you, how hey. do you feel about Feels this episode? Good. Oh, I think this is a great yeah. way to start twenty. I thought it was fantastic. I feel real good about it. Yeah, I feel, yeah. I feel fantastic. That's it, Kyle. Is there anything you want to spotlight before we get on out of here? Uh, myself, Mr. K, Step, PSN, Twitter, Hive, if that ends up working. Yeah, probably not. That's been working for me lately. It's bumming me out. Um, yeah, Mr. K, Step, everywhere. You can follow all the indie game uh, coverage that I do over at 6-1 Indie. That's S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E uh, dot com on, on Twitter and on YouTube. Uh, our big uh, Game of the Year uh, show will be coming out next week. Uh, so go check it out. We recorded uh, almost two hours yesterday, part one, yeah. and then we're finishing part two tomorrow night. So it's going to be a big, like probably four hour episode. Oh, so. hot damn! Strap in. <laughs> Lots of indies to talk Ooh-wee. about. Hey, can I get one more pet peeve before we get on out of here? Yeah, you can have one more banger pet peeve. Go for Ooh-wee. it. Ooh, we more more and more people are saying that word and uh, <laughs> don't like how we are appropriating it to our culture, man. Everybody's saying it. Every it's stop. Like, please stop. Every every I can't escape it. I, I was listening mm. to a, com, uh, a, a, com, a comic podcast. They're saying it. Listening to a sports like commentator, they're saying it. I heard a news anchor yeah. the other day say it. Like, you're a news anchor. Have some goddamn decorum. What is this? <laughs> Only Joe in the year 2023 is going to use decor. You can't be like, oh, Hakeem Jeffries had a banger of a day. Like, you can't say that. Why can't you? You know, you're Wolf Blitzer. God damn it. Have some respect and grow that beard like a man or don't, Wolf. Uh, today at the today at the polls, we had a banger turnout. <laughs> a record number of people came out to vote. Exactly. I'm like, What? Mitch McConnell, what are you doing? Just trying to relate. <laughs> what? No, stop. All right. Real pet peeve is when people, I, I've, I've heard this on too many podcasts, go, yeah, and I'm not on Hive, and I'm not on Mastodon. It's like, okay, congratulations. Oh, Congratulations oh, okay, cool. on not overreacting uh, like the rest of us. Breaking the norm. It's oh, fine. Whatever. I know. I'm not mm. doing anything. <laughs> it's like. Your ribbon is in the mail. Congratulations. (laughs) Oh, you're so smart. You're so smart not trying to expand your fucking social image. Guess what? That is still the same kind of clout you're you're mad at everyone else trying to get. It's like you're doing. Oh, look how different I am. Oh, Oh, look at me. It's like, relax. Be like me, everybody. Y'all are sheep. Exactly. Come over and be like, shut up. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you for saying the words that I want. I hate that too, Joe. I hate that. It's like you're just doing the same exact exact thing that every you know, that you, you complain everybody else is doing relax relax all right you can find me on uh not hive <laughs> not on <laughs> but you can find me on post if that ever gets an actual app you can follow me on twitter over at mr bad bit and you can find the show over at ps trophy room please 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 make sure you vote in the trophy room awards last chance we're days away from we record the episode what 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 on the seventh, right? If I'm not mistaken. Well, uh, no no no. We're we're doing Monday night is when we record. Monday night. So we have how many days? The ninth. Well, uh, you have three days to get votes. In. A night and a day and a night and a day to procure me these votes. Post haste. <sighs> that's that's Lincoln. That's a great movie. You know what Lincoln didn't say? 
when he, banger? when he run writing the Emancipation Proclamation, he didn't go, "Wow, this is a banger of a of a document mm-hmm. I just made." Uh-uh. Four score <laughs> and banger years and seven ago. Seven banger years ago. <laughs> I made one banger of a cabin or something. <laughs> hey Barry, let's go see that banger of a show tonight. <laughs> Oh, God, dude. Sea <sighs> Serpent Tired Banger. <laughs> like, come on. <sighs> we have nothing to fear but fear. <laughs> but Banger itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. There you go. We have fun here. So with that said, if you like this chaos, please rate us five stars over on Apple Podcasts, over on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast service of choice, you can find the show there. And if we're not, make sure you at us and you tell us so we can be there. And with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep what's about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Bye. I love you very much.